Well, yesterday the federal government revealed a new national arts and culture policy and it could change what you see on your TV or, yes, on your streaming services. Uh, For years, the production industry has called for legislative changes to ensure Australian stories will be shown on the platforms where audiences are increasingly watching. Wenli Ma is the film and TV critic for news.com.au, of course a regular on breakfast, and she's been following the developments very closely as well as cracking me up on her Twitter feed. Hello, Wenli. (laughs) Hi. So what was announced yesterday? Well, actually, what was announced yesterday was that it wasn't that that much detail being announced. Um, what uh, Tony Burke has confirmed is that in, there will indeed be a content quota placed on streaming services, the large ones, um, on, from July 2024. But it was very, very short on detail. There was nothing in terms of what the expectations are, how it's going to work. Um, there was no detail on whether or not it would be like, you know, a, a percentage of revenue system, which is what many in the industry including the screen producers of Australia had been lobbying for, they want to see 20% of revenue reinvested back into the Australian production industry. Um, There are other models around the world, for example, in the EU, there is a requirement that 30% of titles in the library would be from Europe. So what we don't have is detail. What we have is a promise that it will happen and that there will be, once again, more consultation with the industry. Now, this kind of debate's been going on for about six, seven years already, uh, pretty Pretty much since the streamers, many of the, the multinationals arrived here, and they've been they've been through several rounds of consultation already uh, under the previous government, mostly. So, I mean, at least there is an a ironclad, you know, promise. It's in the actual national arts policy, uh, but what we don't know is how it's going to work. Okay, so I can't get detail from you because the details <laughs> not there yet. The details are not there yet. So you've got a lot of streamers kind of reacting yesterday, saying that they look forward to. Um, working with the government on consulting further, but, you know, they want to see something that they call evidence-based that's going to be sustainable because I think that some of the concerns within the industry is that, you know, if you all of a sudden, all this extra money arrives, um, what that's going to do is push up competition within the production sector. It's going to raise prices. It's going to, you know, suck up all the crew that's already available and we don't have a lot of studio space. So what happens then is maybe what, the you know, TV networks have been doing for a while, which is like, well, let's make cheaper reality TV to fulfill our obligations. But I mean, I think if you take a longer view of these things, no matter what the practicalities are in the short term, because there probably would be some pain, is that it wouldn't it be a great thing if we did maybe double the size of our production sector? If, you know, in 10, 20 years, you'd look at Australia and you go, we are a small market of 25 million people, mostly English speaking. And we've got this enormous production sector, like say maybe the Koreans do. And you can trace it back to this moment in time. Mm, that's a, it's an interesting future kind of take on it. Look, for good timing, one of the local productions commissioned by Netflix is is released this week. It's called True Spirit and it tells sailor Jessica Watson's extraordinary story. I'm planning on being the youngest person to sail around the world non-stop and unassisted. You're the captain. Got it? should be OK. That boat is a shockingly tiny thing to send a child to sea in. They are waiting for her to fail. She cannot come up in better. Okay, so what can you tell us about True Spirit? 
It's an underdog sports story. We love an underdog sports story, even if you don't care about sports or sailing. Uh, I remember when Jessica Watson was embarking on her solo circumnavigation around the world. It was, you know, so inspiring and triumphant, even though I knew I was never going to attempt that myself. Um, but it's a, it's a great story. It's based on her memoirs. It's adapted from that. And it's got mostly an Australian cast, uh, plus Anna Paquin, who is Canadian but grew up in New Zealand. So she actually nails our accent pretty good. Um, and it's exactly... I guess the kind of production we want to see more of. I mean, this is, I mean, it's not a huge stretch of the imagination to say, let's do Jessica Watson's story. I think that's a really easy win for someone like Netflix. But what it means is like you open the door and then we make heaps of different Australian stories with different faces, different people, different genres. Let's do sci-fi, let's do horror, more comedy and not just a biopic. But I think, you know, it's a great way to go. This is what we can make and not on, you know, necessarily a massive Hollywood budget, but it's got pretty good production values. Why not do more? Why? Why not do more? Okay, so what else should we look out for this week? Yeah, there is a series on Apple TV called Dear Edward. Uh, It's about a a young lone survivor of a plane crash and it's kind of like looks at how that affects everyone around him. Um, What I think is kind of notable about this series is that it stars Connie Britton, who uh, we love from Friday Night Lights, and she is re-teamed with Jason Caddams, who created Friday Night Lights. So if you loved Friday Night Lights, and I know a lot of people out there did, uh, I think that's something definitely worth checking out. And uh, even though we don't talk about it a lot, there's a glut lot of reality TV shows that are back this week because I think, you know, we're back in the the thrust of the broadcast, the old broadcast TV model when things restart after the tennis. So you've got Australian Survivor back on. One of the uh, contestants is uh, RN's own Benjamin Law. So I think I'm really interested to see how he goes on that. Uh, And the return of Australian Idol for the first time in many, many years. And uh, and also Married at First Sight for that kind of car crash television. Oh, it certainly is. That's the good description, Wendley. Uh, <laughs> lovely to speak to you. Thanks. You too. Wendley Ma, film and TV critic for news.com.au. Getting in touch with ABC RN is easy. Join the conversation live using the ABC Listen app's call and text features.